Pickaxe. Because of the wonderful things it does. Hello. Hello. Sorry. What Hello. was that? Who, who was that? I don't know. What, where did that come from? Someone's jumping on our Discord call. Weird. Some sort of Osman. <laughs> Osman. Wizard of Osman. Uh, oh, I Richard, thought you meant Richard, Richard Osman. Osman. Yeah. yeah. Richard Osman. Yeah. Could be him. I think I'd see him though. He's big, isn't he? Oh, big boy. He's a tall man. Is he big? He is big, isn't he? He's very tall. Yeah, yeah. I think he's very tall. Uh, Richard Osman. I've only really seen him in Murder in Successville. Oh, of he's course. Very good in that. Oh, I love that show. I yeah, I started watching it a couple of weeks ago, and oh my god, it is thoroughly amazing. Yeah, it is really, really so fucking good. I wish there was more improv on TV than. I mean, I think they actually tried to um, launch a new improv show. You know, a little bit like Whose Line Is It Anyway on British TV. Um, like last year or something, and it just didn't really go anywhere, which was a shame. Cause that is a shame. I like watching that stuff. The play that goes wrong is getting a lot of getting a lot of airtime. It seems. Oh, I'm meaning to watch that. That. Thank you for reminding me. I've seen that. I saw that as it was a birthday present for me and Amy. We both got tickets or Christmas present. It was really good. It's so funny. I remember you telling me yeah. that's how I found out about it, and mm. then it seems that they're, they're doing so well. They're on the television now. Yeah. Good for them. I'm proud. Yeah. It can't just go silent, can it? I mean, I was sort of waiting to hear how tall Richard Osmond was. Oh, sorry. He's 2.01 meters. Wow. Two meters? Two meters in feet. It's well over six feet. Six and a half feet, yeah. 6.5 Well over six feet. Six and a half feet. (laughs) That's well over, though. Yeah, it is, yeah. If you round up, he's seven feet tall. Wow. True. If you round that, he's ten feet tall. No! Oh my god, if you round that up, he's infinity tall. Oh my god. Bloody hell. Have we got contingency plans to stop him? No, I don't think so. (laughs) Well, what do we do? Well, you've been planning on, you know, being fast, going fast. Richard Osman's being tall. I think it's time for a fight. Is it? Oh my god. Well, I just thought I would just run away really fast. <laughs> I mean, that works yeah, too. Yeah, but he's got a very long stride, Ben. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> kind of bounces out. Yeah. I don't know if I can box with God, but can I can I race God? He's like the the man out of the Simpsons with the car, the tall man. <laughs> yes. Do you find something amusing about my vehicle? <laughs> it's the only vehicle I could afford. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Great. Well, we did that. Should we do a music? Let's do a music. Let's do it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podiots, the official oh. Oh. Vidiots ah, podcast. Oh. <laughs> it's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three uh's, where everybody brings nothing along to, to talk, talk about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm Michael. What's up, boys? What's up, boys? What's up, boys? Talk to me. As it hanging. It's well good. It was a really good three us that we just did there, I think. I like them. Well, it was nine us, technically. Yeah, well, it? I think it probably was, yeah. I've, it made me feel a bit dirty. Oh, no. Yeah, I didn't like. I've got a weird coating in my throat now. I feel like I shouldn't have done that. Mm. Mm. Sad ghosts. Oh. That's what that noise is. Oh. Oh. I think most ghosts are sad, aren't they? I don't know. Well, how about a teenage ghost that's been told it needs to clean up its room? Uh, uh, Mom, oh. so unfair. 
brilliant. I think we did it. <laughs> yeah. we, d- we bloody did it. I was, that sounds like Harry Enfield <laughs> as a ghost. Yeah, it was a bit Kevin. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to our comedy podcast. <laughs> we use the term comedy very loosely, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. However... If you would like to support this nonsense, and uh, actually to put it into context, these these wonderful people who have financially decided to support Podiots, which is a you know a fortnightly podcast, I don't know if you knew that, we actually use that money to cover the cost of our Podbean subscription. Podbean hey. is our podcast platform where we upload and schedule and can look at all the stats and stuff, and it lets us deliver our nonsense.mp3 right into your ear holes and brains Ooh. and uh, it costs money surprisingly and that's the kind of thing that we uh, that we're able to put this uh, put these donations towards but if you donate you're not just a donator you're a member of pod squad and that is exciting why is it exciting i'm glad you asked michael and or peter mm-hmm. it means that you get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the podcast and uh, you know what value you get a special but you don't get for legal reasons i need to tell you you don't get a special badge but you get an imaginary badge that goes on your chest and it says pod squad boy or girl also for legal reasons it's worth pointing out that your your donation may be refunded if the name that you put on your donation is something along the lines of (laughs) yeah you know who you are yeah, we had one through that was it was a bit much for me. It was yeah. just a bit much for me. We all love the funny names, but someone took it too far. And yeah. ne- that person got a re- refund receipt. Yes. <laughs> so they know who it was. <laughs> Speaking of fun names, are you boys ready for some fun names? Yes. Give me the so names. My ready. Favorite, favorite part now. Yeah. So just having to try and pronounce these names. Are you ready? Here we go. A bag full of drugs. Big Daddy Sausage Finger. Jason Stearson. Nice. Samuel DeBarber of Seville, who donated a hugely generous amount of money. So much, I'm going to read the message that goes along with it. Mm. Lad, long time away, although I try to keep up with the vids, falling asleep to main menu makes for interesting dreams. Recently got accepted to university and thought I'd get this in before UCD takes all my monies. Lads, you three are grand. Cheers. Oh, thank you. Samuel. No, you're grand. No, you're grand. Yeah. Big Titty Jesus 42. <laughs> Scrum Bumble Pompley Doops. <laughs> one there. And another ridiculous donation from Sugar Chuff, who says, You guys consistently make my drive to and from work so much more enjoyable. Loving all your work. Triple Jump is ace. Mikey dressing up as Wallace and farting 74 times is insane. All <laughs> power you. to you boys. <laughs> I'm glad I'm, 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 I'm empowering people with my farts and white face. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag whiteface. I wonder if you're still a uh, a top rated result on whatever it was, sexyfarts.com. Sexyfarts, yeah. I think um, the gas provider still talks about me to this day. I'm, yeah. I'm his ultimate dream sexy boy. <laughs> Marlene, Michael John's son. Hey. During dinner minge. Oh. Faster than <laughs> no, Ben. No, no. Funny name underscore Lord Bratovich. Oh. The Walnut Winkle. Fantastic Mr. Fucks. Kitty Hawk. <laughs> Armin's frozen peas. Big titty Jesus 42. Hey. Six large strong trestle tables. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> Love a good trestle. Also a, also a generous donation. Thank you, boys, for being an ever-shining beacon in a dullard's life. Well, oh. not true. Not true. You're clearly not a dullard. You're a member of Pod Squad now. Yeah. 
Weejock Poo Pong McPlop. <laughs> Peter's Tentacle Porn. Ooh. At Ooh. Dave on Pornhub. <laughs> Big, big, big titty Jesus 42. Again, going crazy. Uh-oh. Tiny Peter, bathroom Olympian. Michael Wallace gave me PTSD. Yep, fair. Ben's grandma. A giant octopus in Peter's room. Michael dommed by a bed bug. <laughs> oh, woo, oh no. This you, a woe phobe. I don't know what that what is. What is that? Al Gore's rhythms. Known racist Mel Gibbon. <laughs> Simon Miller Light. Sexy, sexy bedbug. <laughs> Frederick Suckerdick. Prince Beefcakes. Brian's mystery meat face. Oh. One gif. Oh, good. Fulton the pussy killer. Ooh. One gif. Sorry, can we just that? That's a that's a good reference. Nice. No, one gif. I've just, I laughed over that one. Yeah, one gif. Good in there. Nice. Oh god, here we go. Uh, Plip plap Cadillac whip wap <laughs> is one. Call me Alks. Big titty supportive goth GF. Oh, nice. Emily Lemons, Mike Hunt from the Discord, Amy Dosange, who's expecting a baby, very exciting. Oh, congratulations, Amy. Daddy Michael suck my toes. Mm-hmm. Haywood Jablomi, Billy Taurus Walrus, <laughs> Stephen Scodes, Wibbly Wobbly Woo, Pod Squad's Cod God's Nod Rod. <laughs> God. <laughs> Rebecca the 42nd Awesome Fox. Chafing Ramhole. Oh, wow. Rapage, Greaselage, Greasel. Andrew Stinson, Elbaker97, You Can Gromit My Wallace, Ben. Doc Dickington, Fuck Them Kids, Crispy Hoisin Pizza, and Haddie Mnor. Ah, Well, there we go. Jesus, thank you to everyone. You're so interesting and amazing. Imagine oh, brilliant Ben that. as a child when your mother turned to you and said you need to get a hobby or something to be more interesting. Imagine if you had the pod squad to donate to back then and become the world's most interesting man. The world's most interesting man. Mm. I mean, arguably I've peaked now because I can read things like Doc Tr- Dickington. True, and, actually, yeah. Uh, Wibbly Wobbly Woo. Yeah, you're yeah. like the pod master. I am. I am the pod master. Thank you very much to all of you very generous and amazing people. We'll shout you out again at the end of the show. Over to you, Tony Peter. I am question master today. I brought some questions from the fans uh, who have submitted them on Twitter. Uh, firstly, I would like to officially apologise to Bjorn Q, who uh, I forgot to name drop in the previous podcast. The final question, I never got round to actually saying who had submitted it. So thank you, Bjorn. Thank you, Bjorn. For that question. Then. Thanks, Bjorn. Thank you, Bjorn. Uh, question number one for today comes from Gaseous Snake at I Did a Long Poo. Oh, good, good name. Good, good, good. solid name. Gaseous Snake asks, what's your favourite thing that you guys did whilst at the Yogs cast? Oh, God. <laughs> now, I think this is a question we've had on um, on Triple Jump before on, on like a stream or something, but I don't know if we've talked about it on... Uh, on the podcast, on Podiots. Um I just think the entire concept of Vidiots as this weird contained mess with it, a random fucking piece of law. Like we joined the Yogscast and we said, no, we're not just become a Let's Play channel. We're going to become something very different and very fucked up. And I'm proud of us for doing that. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Fuck yeah. The fact that we have a YouTube channel now where we can upload videos of us eating Twixes and it's content <laughs> is something I'm proud of. It's content and it's part of the Yogscast network. <laughs> yeah. It is still officially part of the Yogscast network. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, I mean, if I was to think literally uh, in terms of things that being at the Yogscast allowed us to do, 
I'd say that Tomb Raider thing oh, was yeah. so much fun. Oh, yeah. And the fact that it was shot like an actual TV show as well, where we could go home with it, you know, and then upload it to the channel. That was That's cool. I like that. It was like an episode of Jungle Run, but all about us. My favorite bit of that was, um, like, before we went into the room, we had to do a little piece to camera and talk about, you know, how excited we are to do it. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone else did it in one take, but they gave us three takes to do ours, and they still went for the first take. I don't know what they wanted from us. Yeah. No, it was weird. I mean, they probably wanted, you know, a typical Instagram person, like, hey, guys, I'm here at the Tomb Raider experience. Let's have fun. And instead, they got three men grunting and screaming about... They got the vidiots, basically, yeah. 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 It was early days, but we knew what we knew what our style was. We did, then. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I definitely, I mean, yeah. Like, I think Michael's answer is as as good as any in that. You know, the overall, the fact that we just did, you know, a kind of, I think someone once described us as, as it's like Dick and Dom in the bungalow, but they can say cunt, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. oh, the, uh, something like that. The fact that we just did that in general across the entire year was great. But if I had to pick a specific thing. Um, I really liked most, if not all, of the uh, Prove It Live live action challenges that we did. I really liked the art oh, one. God, yeah. I thought that was quite a good video. Yeah. The cooking. Basically, any any live action content that we did there, I thought was all really good stuff. Because um, there were always these kind of weirdly scrobbled together things with whatever we could find for cheap or free yeah. in the office. <laughs> we just made it work, didn't we? Yeah. Everything we did, we just made it work. Hey, remember when we were dressed as knights and we jumped into my car and drove to the beach? Yeah. Oh, God. oh my God, fun. yeah. It got complex to the end, didn't it? It did, yeah. It did. Yeah. God bless. That was good. I liked that. I liked. I, I did enjoy going to, uh, to Dunster to mm. film just because it had a castle. Yeah. That was the only reason. <laughs> and it was like, what's... What are we learning from this Prove It? Yeah, wow. we reverse engineered the Prove It around the fact we that... Did. We did. We reverse engineered a lot <laughs> yeah, of we content. Did. Yeah. We... Right, so we've got a cast. Um, what are we going to do? I don't know. It's just something... Just fucking... Uh, uh, what's a medieval uh, game? Medieval uh, games? I don't right, know. so we've been sent two giant rolls of bubble wrap. What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a car. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Um, well, very good. Good times. Good times had by all. I'm pooped. <laughs> okay, thanks, yeah. Peter. You thanks, get a nap. Um, we've got another question right here from... I think it's it might be Ami. It's A-M-I, but there is a, a bearded man in the... Is it Ami Desange? It is Ami Desange. Oh, wow. It's the one who's expecting a bebe. Ami Desange is expecting a, bab- a, ba- a babby. Um, at Ami Desange uh, on Twitter says... What's your most unpopular opinion? Oh, dearie me. Um, Man, I don't know. I like to think of, of... I like to think of myself as someone who doesn't hold very controversial opinions, apart from sort of petty, personal taste things, mm. you know? Like, I don't like the idea of pineapple on pizza. Oh, my God. Oh, crazy, you monster. Right? Ah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But is there any... Like, I mean... Well, something that springs to mind for me, and I don't even know if this, I don't think this is even an unpopular opinion anymore, but like, um, you know, in terms of pop culture things that are critically acclaimed and loved by most people, I d- just don't get friends at all. Oh. Uh, you got loads of friends, man. Yeah, I know. I, I just don't get them, though. They don't stay. <laughs> oh. uh, but I think I think friends is actually, I think people looking back on it, it's slightly less popular now than it used to be. I think there's still, you know, a massive 
a massive uh, fan base for it. But I've definitely noticed a bit of a change in the trend on social media where people have said, oh, yeah, Friends was, yeah, it wasn't actually that good, was it? But I think still, for the most part, people people liked it. And I never did. I think that's a sign of a, a younger population, though, because as far as I know, everyone who likes Friends didn't start watching it like three years ago. They watched mm. it as a kid when it was on. I think a lot, right. lot of that holdovers holdovers from that. No, you true. Yeah, you're right. That's, that is the case. Um, so that's my controversial opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you're all young if you don't like Friends. I think you're. I think you're right though. But yeah, I you know I've never really, I never really liked it. But then I guess there aren't that many American sitcoms, especially with canned laughter that I uh, that I do enjoy. So it's probably not just Friends, but that's just probably the most popular one. Peter. Yeah. Scenario for you. Mm-hmm. Ooh. You go to bed tonight. Yeah. You wake up on the famous, the world famous Friends sofa. Oh, yeah. And Rachel walks in mm. and she says, oh, hi, Peter. Are you ready to do 90s things with me today? And you're like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm engaged. I don't know if I can do <laughs> yeah. that. And she says, no, silly. Ross is Ross, my my close friend and your close friend, too, will be here soon. And we're going to go to the coffee shop where we live. And they live in a coffee shop. And yeah. do uh, this is my understanding of friends. Yeah, that, yeah, I yeah, really yeah. Seen mm. it. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, we're going to go to the coffee shop, and we're all going to hang out. Joey's going to be there, and he's going to talk about the big audition that he did. Yeah. For, for the sex cream, that's the thing. That was the story, right, Michael? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, so, yeah. The sex cream. Yeah. Uh, uh, who who else is there? Chandler's going to be there. He's so sarcastic. You are not going to like him. Oh, Superintendent Charles Chandler. Yeah. Superintendent Chandler's going to be there. You've also got, you know, the strange one who seems like an absolute nightmare to be around. Phoebe's going to be there. Yeah. And you've the also smelly got a little cat bit of one. Sme- yeah, the smelly cat one. The one <laughs> yeah, who- we all love smelly cat, don't Phoebe we? Phoebe the smelly it. cat, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was fun. That was yeah. a fun thing. And you were there for it as one of the friends. And, of course, there's also a little bit of Monica as well. Of course, uh, in my life. <laughs> now, there's, there's the door. And then, and then she looks at you dead in the eyes. Mm. Her, her pupils dilate so much that her eyes just become voids of darkness. Oh, God. And in a much deeper voice, she says, Peter, if yeah. you leave through that door, you can return to your reality yeah. now. <laughs> However, if you spend the day with us, you can become a friends. <laughs> and at the end of the day, we will return you to your reality. And then she returns to normal. What do you do? I tell her to not drink so much Central Perk coffee, for starters. That's why her pupils have, have gone all like that, I think. <laughs> but then after that, I mean, it doesn't really matter whether it's friends or not. I think I would always be interested in trying a 24-hour experience of being in anyone else's life. Or, you know, maybe not anyone else. <laughs> uh, but, with- but what if you get to the coffee shop? And they're all pretending it's real, but you can see that the coffee shop is just a set and there's loads of people filming you. What, how do you react? In that case, I would definitely walk out the door because this is not some sort of supernatural experience that's happening. If it was a supernatural okay. experience and it was like, do you want to see what it's like being in Friends for 24 hours? I'd probably do it just because I know that I'm going back to my life at the end of it. You know, it would be an experience. Um, okay. But, you know, if it was just, hey, Peter, do you want to swap your life and be on the friends no not really no i don't i don't like coffee 
Fair enough. Well, that'd be it. You wouldn't be able to be one of the friends. No, I'd be an acquaintance. Acquaintances. All of the like side characters from Friends have their own spin-off. Yeah. You like that? I think I've seen. Is is acquaintances a Family Guy joke? I think I've seen that. It could be. I don't know. I don't. I also don't watch Family Guy. There's an unpopular opinion. Hey, why don't you go to Family Guy Land? Yeah. I also don't like South Park. It's just the all-American oh, comedies, I think. Come on, dude. Anyway, that's all of my unpopular opinions. That's me firmly in the in the crosshairs of the audience. What about you two? What do you hate? Um, I hate... What have you sent us, Michael? Oh, he's found, that's it. He's yeah, found acquaintances. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all the lookalikes. <laughs> that's the meme there of all yeah. the friends who sort of look like <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Google acquaintances meme. Oh man, that's a good that's a good meme. I'm proud of Chandler that. Chandler does not look like Chandler in that. He's all the others are pretty good, but Yeah, that doesn't look like Chandler, does it? No. It's just a guy in wearing a tie. <laughs> that's what <laughs> Chandler is, right? My unpopular opinion is that uh I think wiping back to front is the superior. Oh opinion. yeah, that's very unpopular. Oh don't not this no. That is a controversial opinion. Mm. There we go. That's it. I'm that's, angry that's now, I'm Ben. Doing. We've done this. We've do- we've been down this road. Oh, well, thanks for treading it back up. Now that's all I can think about is you wiping. Well, I didn't want to reopen the can of Peter brought the question. It's not I my did. fault. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think I've been str- I think I, the only thing I can remember recently is getting into an argument on a ferret Facebook group um, <laughs> for having the audacity to say, oh, you should try and adopt your animals instead of, you know, going to a pet shop where they're really badly treated and you're only funding that by buying from the pet shops. Mm. And someone was like, you shut up. And yeah, it's especially with ferrets, it's a weird... In America, they're all bred on ferret farms and they're all got lots of inbreeding and health issues. In the UK, mm. we're kind of fine because that industry doesn't exist to the same extent. But yeah, I just, I'm a big old vegan boy and I'm going to piss you off because <laughs> I'm a lefty. Yeah, I guess, I guess statistically, at the moment, being a vegan is, uh, you're not in the majority yet. But uh, <laughs> one day, you know, Peter, one day. One day. Yet. One day. When the yeah. planet burns, the vegans will rise. Uh, I've got a thing. Oh, no, you have not. I'm going to jump on. straight in with a thing. Fucking do it. Go on. This is from the Daily Mirror. Yeah. Oh, one of those. Yeah. Uh, mom livid. Not just, it's not my mom. It, it's a mom. But it just the way it's worded sounds like our mom is livid. Right. Mom livid after nursery sends her a rude note by writing on toddler in green marker. That's the onion. I'm, I'm putting that one down. Yeah, that's, that's the, the onion, onion, is it? Um, yeah. Wait until you see how much writing and how big the note is on the child. Let me send you the picture oh, right man. now. You're expecting a small note. Oh, my on, goodness me. On the baby's oh, head. Oh, my note. God. So I will read the story before you read that out loud for the audience. A furious mum has hit out at a nursery who left her a message by scrawling it on her uh, toddler's stomach in green marker. Single mum of two, Heather, discovered the writing when changing her son Milo's nappy. Milo, Milo! After After a long day at work, leaving her furious. Writing on Facebook, she says the daycare uh, put a daily report in both of her children's lunchboxes to let her know how they have behaved uh, behaved during the day. Uh, what times they were changed, and if either of them needed more nappies or wipes bringing in. 
The American mum... Oh, this is good writing from the, the mirror. The American oh, yeah. mum, she must have missed a message from the day before. So, I don't know. The American mum says she must have missed a message from the day before that Mila required more diapers. And as she was then faced with a huge message written in marker on his torso, as written uh, on Kidspot, which I guess is a parent news site. It read, Mum... I'm out of diapers. Please read my report. What? Um, oh, my God. She said, Now, keep in mind, I see several teachers at drop-off and several at pick-up. If I fail to see that he needs uh, uh, diapers, a simple, Hey, Heather, your son needs diapers. Maybe you missed the report would have done the trick from any of the many teachers that I see there daily. But instead, I change his diaper this afternoon, and then this is in all caps, and see this written on my son with marker. Um, Sue me for not reading the report every single day, she puts. Um, It sort of goes on, but you know how how these tabloids spread the story thinly across a page with several adverts. there's, There's nothing else to this story. But uh, there you go. The daycare centre wrote on a child. Um, So what does it say? I'm out of diapers. Mum, I'm out of diapers. Read my report. Do the parents provide diapers? I'm I'm not entirely sure how... I guess so. I mean, mean, that kind of makes sense. Otherwise, they'd be spending a lot of money on diapers. But wow. I like the idea of messenger babies instead of pigeons. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's how you get your message noticed. Pigeon, fine, whatever, they didn't fly away. Baby, oh, no avoiding that that sharpie on the tummy. No. I think she uh, shared it on uh, on Snapchat because there is... Hang on, let me... There's a second picture with the, you oh know, the little God, Snapchat caption God. on it and it says, after scrubbing several times and it's not, it's not come my off. Poor baby! Oh, God. So, oh, dear. Why would they write with permanent marker? I don't know. It's insane. Why have they why have they I've been desperately trying to think of a pun. I can't. No. Mm. I'm throwing in the towel. Yeah, I was thinking is there something that post it notes can is there something there? Maybe not. Uh, no, maybe uh yeah. Want to want to think on. Mm. Yeah, much to think about. Yeah. Um, postnatal oh, notes. Christ. Oh yeah. That's, yeah, I like that. That's it's good. Not, it's not it's not I don't know, it could be better. There's definitely something it's in there. It's better than anything anyone else came up with, Mikey. Yay. Yay. Postnotal. Yeah, postnotal. That'll, that'll there we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh God. Is there is there a follow up to the story? Is there no. Like... I, I. There's no. There's no comment from the. Uh, you know, from the nursery or anything like that, as far as I can see. Um, we. That's that's just how it ends. Lots of mums on. Uh, I guess on the the kids kids net website or whatever it was called have said that they're outraged. File a report. Totally not okay or appropriate. I am so mad for you. You are a human with a lot on your plate. It's easy to miss a couple of things. Etc, etc. Et um, is this... Uh, do you reckon the mum did this? <laughs> <laughs> for attention? Yeah, maybe. Possibly, the but then you'd think that the... Um, I'm guessing that the Mirror probably reached out to the, the nursery for comment and the fact that they've remained silent... Yeah, no, that's You'd true. You'd think if the mum had done it, that the nursery might say, hang on, no, we didn't write on your baby. But also, <laughs> it, it just seems the most unlikely thing, doesn't it? Yeah. How recent was this story? Um, it was a couple of weeks ago, I think. Hang on. A couple uh, of weeks ago, and there's still no follow-up. <laughs> that's crazy. It was longer Madness. than that. It was 28th of January, so a month ago. Wow. Yeah. Mad. Well, 
No follow-up for now, so... Well, one day, hopefully. Sorry to leave you hanging, but I just thought we all needed to know about that. Thank you. Thank you. Do we have the name of the nursery? Um... <laughs> can we dox them? <laughs> no, can we just tell everyone to avoid it unless you want a scribble baby? No, it doesn't actually <laughs> It doesn't actually say. That first picture that I sent you of the unscrubbed... Oh, no, the second one, actually. The, the second picture where it's been scrubbed out a little bit, the caption yeah. on that image is just... The note was huge. <laughs> Which is fairly dramatic. But... Great, that is dramatic. Yeah. Good. Well, wow. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, yeah. Peter. You're welcome. A little, just a quick one there. A little, a little baby thing. A little baby thing. A little quick one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sh- do you want another question, sons? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, today... According to Duncan Wilson at DM Wilson 73 if that nice. is his real name, today at time of recording is World Book Day. Oh. Oh. That's, that's true, I can confirm. What was your favourite book as a kid? And do you have one now? Says Duncan Wilson. Good question. Oh, man. I, I actually really... thought about bringing this as my thing if if it hadn't been asked. Uh, but fortunately, it was. I, I've, I'm very upset with myself because I, I've never been a reader, even though I Aww. want to be. I'm, I'm physically incapable of reading. <laughs> the words just make no sense. Help me. What are these symbols? But, so it was always kind of like a really nice treat to you know read a book in English class or something. Where like, yeah. It'd be like everyone being there reading the same books. There's nothing there to distract you. It's just like, hey, let's enjoy the story. And Lord the Flies really stuck with me since then because that we read lots of books, but for some reason Lord of the Flies is this really interesting little like, political analogy with children and blah blah blah. Mm. And I don't know, just kind of children, <laughs> children with sharpies on them. <laughs> children have run out of I don't know. Did they crash on a plane or something? They've run out of fuel and they've crashed, and that's all sharpied on them. Otto got a melon stuck under his brake pedal, and the, yeah, the bus yeah. crashed. And then I the... was always so fucking impressed by that coconut village they built yeah the, uh... with the monkey butlers oh amazing. monkey butlers yeah go go banana how many flies are in lord of the flies i haven't read it uh 32 do you want me to name them all 32? for you yes please um derek big titty jesus 42 <laughs> let me, yeah, let's go up to the subscriptions <laughs> at least six of them are big titty jesus 42. yeah and one of them just wants to suck my toes i've never read it I've seen the films with, with Frodo and uh, Gandalf and, and so on. <laughs> oh, the, the, they, the... they take the one fly back to uh Yeah, they really didn't Mordor. have to... Is that the line, fly you fools? Is that why that's... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Flies you fools. That's it. <laughs> the Lord of the Flies. Brilliant. Um, I used to read um, the, the Edge Chronicles, which were written by uh, Paul Stewart... And Chris Riddell, who is, he's now, or I don't know if he still is, but he was Children's Laureate for a time, Chris Riddell. And uh, they were illustrated inside uh, in this really interesting style. Oh my God, and, I just Googled it and holy shit, yeah, that is a really nice style. Yeah, and there, there were like 15 of them, or maybe not quite that many, there were like at least 12, I think. Um, and uh, they were set in this world where it's like, it's like this cliff that just sort of sticks out into open sky. And uh, they have like sky ships with pirates on them and loads of like cool monsters and stuff. And uh, oh, really liked them. I think the illustrations helped. I thought it was and it was it was kind of at the time it seemed like quite an edgy series as well, because uh, 
People get killed with swords. No. Blood comes out. What? Uh, you know, stuff like that. People lose, like, heads and limbs and stuff, even though it's kind of a young adult story. And plus um, the fact it takes place on a cliff edge is pretty edgy. Well, yeah, it's pretty edgy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Would you uh, define yourself as an edge lord, Peter? Oh, definitely. And I purely put it down to the Edge Chronicles. That's <laughs> right. I learned okay. when you guys were at your frat parties and lovers' <laughs> lanes, I was studying the Edge. And now you <laughs> nice. have the audacity to come to me for help. Nice. Brilliant. Um, if you stare long enough into the edge, the edge stares back into you as well. That's it. That's what happens. Um, and they they actually released the final book in the series only like two years ago. And uh, mm-hmm. I've bought it and I'm reading it soon. Oh, exciting. Uh, yeah. So that's nice. It's like something that I've I've grown up with since I was probably about, I don't know, uh, 12 or something like that. So, yeah. Lovely. I, apart from the obvious Harry Potter, mm-hmm. you know, I don't consider myself a big Harry Potter fan. Not in the sense that I don't like it, just because I don't. I don't have the same level of of obsession as a lot of people do. But I certainly enjoyed reading the books growing up. Yeah. And uh, apart from that, Alex Ryder. Oh yeah. Oh. He's a yeah. big Alex Ryder fan. The Boy Spy. I never read uh, those, but my brother liked them. Yeah, they were really good. I think I read the first three a lot. Mm. And then I think it sort of went downhill a little bit after that because I, I can't really remember why, but he was he was a teenager for a long time. Yeah. And it seemed a bit odd. Uh, they did a film adaptation of the first one, Stormbreaker. Is it Stormbreaker? Yeah. yeah. I, think so. I remember watching that in the cinema with my friend and being thoroughly disappointed even as a child. <laughs> yeah, it was real shame. Stephen Fry was in it, which was great. As the gadget man, oh, but in okay. the book, he had a spe- his gadget was a Game Boy. Oh, fucking and sick! The cartridges did different things. Oh my One god! Was a smoke bomb that was a, cu- a Game Boy cartridge that he put in, oh, that's and cool. I think the film replaced it with like a DS or something contemporary. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> why couldn't fun. it be a Game Boy? <laughs> Game Boys are the shit, man. Anthony Horowitz was that author, yeah. I think. Yeah, boy. Yeah, it was. Point yeah. Blank was good as well. That was the second one, or Point Blanc. And I think there was something about some face swapping or someone was having surgery and it was a bit of a mystery. I don't know. I really like those books. I thought they were really good. Nice. But I don't read so much anymore because I am... Um, I just don't have the time. I'm not... I am spending any time on it. Um, <laughs> I've just got... And I know my mum listens to this podcast. They bought me the... Um, what was the what's the what's the Python who's still alive who... Uh, Most of them. a lot of books. Who writes a lot of books. Uh, Michael Palin. Yes, Michael Palin wrote a very interesting book about a boat, and I oh. started reading it, and I then I stopped because it was about a boat. Oh and, no! Uh, that was the most. That was my most recent book attempt. Ben, if you don't read books, you're going to be a boring person for the rest of your life. Would a boring person do this? Whoa! Wow! <laughs> exactly. You are the Edge Chronicles Lord now. <laughs> Thank you. Give me your fedora. You yeah. don't get to wear it anymore. It's mine. Here it is. Here is my uh, samurai sword. Oh, blimey. This is getting really serious. <laughs> I uh, I still read um, a bit. What, probably my favorite book that I've read recently is Neverwhere by um, Neil Gaiman. 
probably aware of Neil Gaiman. He sometimes writes for TV and and. I've heard of his name. Yeah, he. Have you heard of American Gods on Netflix? Oh yeah. yes. Yeah, that's one of his. I think I've not read that, but uh, yeah, he's he's written a lot of things that either either he's written for TV shows, like he's done some Doctor Who, or he's written things that have been adapted into TV shows and movies. Um, but Neverwhere is about this kind of underground population in london that are like sort of they're not invisible but like when people when they're walking around on the surface people don't really notice them but yeah it's it's a good uh it's a good book he's writing another one as well so i'm excited for that busy boys but would recommend neverwhere if you're into your harry potters and that kind of thing but you want to read an adult book for adults (laughs) oh blimey yeah uh, it's time for a thing. I'm I'm happy you do my thing. Michael. Hi. I think you should do your thing, mate. Right, well, everybody get your dinner plates out. I've brought along a load of garlic. Got an extra <laughs> quid's worth. Three cheers. Oh, oh lovely. Got Thanks. Extra, you've got an extra quid's worth of what? Garlic. For each of us. For oh, for each of us. I couldn't make out. Oh, right. Yes. It was too Geordie for you. For each of us. For each of us. <laughs> it's French. <laughs> I don't come with garlic, sadly. I come oh, with... Oh, for fuck's aw, sake. I know, but it's it's probably as equally as good. If you could put it into food and eat it, it would be like garlic. Okay. I instead come with another letter from our favourite George Franklin. Ben Franklin. Oh. George Franklin. George Franklin. From our favourite George Franklin, Ben Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> G. Franks. Uh, this is... A letter to a friend from 1970... Jesus, 1974. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he, he lived a long time. This is a real uh, world changer. No, this is from 1745. And the title How did you le- get 1974 <laughs> from that? There's a lot of words on my screen, Peter. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm getting confused. I can't read. You know this. Michael, you're doing great. Thanks. You are. Great. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> The title of this letter is Advice to a Friend on Choosing a Mistress. Oh, good. Oh, oh, okay. So it turns out this friend of our boy, G. Ben Franks, is um, he's going through some sexual trouble at the minute. He's just got these uncontrollable urges. And so as you do, you reach out to your friend who's like an American, American big boy and you ask, what do I do with all these sexual urges? Do you want to know what, uh, what uh, the advice was? Yeah. Yeah, it was get as mentioned in the title. It was uh, getting a mistress. Yeah, oh, good. <laughs> really, really sold that one. Not eating, um, eating some Kellogg's cornflakes. Oh, that that wasn't invented yet. That came after this. Yeah, okay. sadly. Just if only just finding a really flattering photo of Ben Franklin for us all to look at while we listen. Oh, to that'd this. be nice. Thank uh, you. I'm just going to tweet it as well <laughs> so everyone at home. Can oh, look, look at, at him. this picture of Ben Franklin. That's great. Saucy uh, devil. Just. Bear wonder how many mind. mistresses he had. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Nothing but mistresses. But what makes what makes this advice a bit more interesting is the fact that Franklin insists that an older woman is the only way to go. Oh, Benjamin. Oh, oh. Ooh, he likes the older lady. You little toy boy. Blimey. To quote, A single man has not nearly the value he would have in that state of union. He's an incomplete animal. He resembles the odd half of a pair of scissors. Don't know what that means, really. (laughs) So then, yeah, worried that he replied to his friend in a big, long letter, but he's worried that his friend wouldn't heed his, his advice. And so in a very contemporary format, 
Ben Franklin uh, made an eight-point list of reasons why older women make better partners. I'm Ben from Franklin, and here are eight (laughs) reasons. You just read my next line. (laughs) So, yeah, with that, I'm Benjamin Franklin from What Culture, and here's (laughs) eight reasons why you should marry an older woman to stop your sexual urges. Oh, I'm sorry, Mikey. (laughs) It's all right. It's fine. (laughs) Couldn't help myself. (laughs) Number eight. Because as they have more knowledge of the world and their minds are better filled with observations, their conversation is more improving and more lastingly agreeable. So, yeah, they're easier to get on with. I think a little, a little, a little bit of our, our friend Franklin's misogyny shines through in some of these. This is one of the weak, tamer ones. Hmm. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Number seven. Because when women cease to be handsome, they study to become better people. Oh, good. So pick an ugly one. Yeah, find an ugly one because they've got you know better brain. He expands on this point. To maintain their influence over men when their looks are fading, they learn other ways of being valuable. <sighs> they learn to do a, do a thousand services, big or small, and are the most tender and useful of all friends when you are sick. And hence, there is hardly such a thing to be found as an old woman who is not a good woman. Who the fuck oh. are you, Ben Franklin? You wrote a thesis on farts. You Piss snail off. man, you absolute <laughs> cretin. <laughs> I'm just looking at this photo of him while listening. Imagine, yeah. Oh. This is the. In fact, I need to. Is there any way we could go back in time so I could pass on the fedora and and <laughs> give and it to Katana? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All he's missing is a bit of neck beard, and he's he's there. Yeah. He needs this more than me. And if, uh, number six. This is a nice practical one. You should date an old woman because there's no hazard of children. So he's no not hazard. Hazard of children. So he's not talking a little bit older. He's talking about like a, a postmenopausal woman. Yeah. Yeah. So you can you can bonk them to your life's content, mate. Bonk them silly, my dude. Oh yeah. He expands. Um, children, when irregularly produced, may be attended with much inconvenience. Yeah. So what was that? What was his wording then? When. Which irregularly produced may be attended with much inconvenience. Irregularly produced. I don't really know what that means. You don't regularly make children, do you? Do you? I don't know. Maybe. I I, I tried to reword a lot of this into quote-unquote normal English, but that was just mystifying to me. Number five. Because through more experience, they are more prudent and discreet when it comes to hiding your relationship. If the affair should happen to be known, considerate people might be rather inclined to excuse an old woman who would kindly take care of a young man from his manners by her good counsels and prevent his ruining his health and fortune among mercenary prostitutes. <laughs> oh, God. Go for, Sounds go. like Ben's been stung in the past. <laughs> yeah. yeah. These, these prosies. Ugh. Mercenaries, a lot of them. I've never heard mercenary and prostitutes put together like that, but I really like that. It's badass, isn't it? In 2020, we're all about mercenary prostitutes. That's fucking awesome. A sex worker with a minigun and a bandolier across her chest. Fuck yeah. That sounds great. (laughs) Go get it. Go girl. Or boy. Yeah. Or boy. Or boy. Number four, and this is my personal favorite. Because in every animal that walks upright, the deficiency of the fluids that fill the muscles appears first in the highest part. The face first grows lank and wrinkled then the neck, then the breast and arms, the lower parts continuing to the last last as plump as ever. 
so that when co- so that when covering all above with a basket and regularly <laughs> and regarding only what is below the girdle, it is impossible of two women to know an old one from a younger one. That is unbelievable. I mean, first off, that's bollocks. That's not how it works. <laughs> but also, he's saying, oh well, if you catch her at the right moment from below the waist, she'll still have the genitalia and legs of a sexy young broad. As long so, as you put a basket over her. Just the rest stick of a her. basket on her head. Yeah. yeah. Just look at this guy's fucking face. <laughs> I've got he needs open... the basket. That's what he looks like. He needs the... Get in the basket. Come on. Just, just get in the fucking basket so we can throw you off a cliff more yeah. conveniently. I like this little metaphor he throws in at the end of this one. And as in the dark, all cats are grey. Uh, you know, it's in the dark, everyone's the same, so I may as well be an older woman. Right. But then might as well also be a, a man. What's your point? Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe he's hinting that secretly. Why not just stick your dick in a raw chicken, Ben Franklin? <laughs> yeah, why not, Ben Franklin? Yeah, yeah. come on, come on. Stick, stick a basket on a chicken and fuck it. <laughs> Monster. <laughs> Shut up, Ben Franklin. Ugh. Number three. Slightly, uh, well, yeah, I think this just comes from a place of, you know, in the olden times, women were largely misunderstood and thought of as, as other creatures mm-hmm. from men. Because this what sin- are they? How what, do they work? What are women? <laughs> oh, women? And number three, because the sin is less, the debauching of a virgin may be her ruin and make her unhappy for life. So find someone that's already ruined and unhappy for life. <laughs> right. So that you're not the cause of it, I guess. Right. Okay. It goes weird. weird. It's weird from, you know, put a basket on your partner to, you know, don't ruin a life with your, your penis. Ben. Yeah. Franklin. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> weird one. Number two. It is. It's yeah, It's all a bit weird. Number two. Because there is less guilt. I think this kind of links into the previous one. Mm. Having made a young girl miserable may give you may give you frequent bitter reflections, none of which can attend the making of an old woman happy. I think he's just kind of implying that older women would be happy to be with anyone. And right. And it's if, a it's a gift. Yeah. You're being generous. You're lucky to have this smiling Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, I'm doing her a favor. Yeah. It's definitely Brilliant. the vibe I'm getting from this. And lastly, because they are so grateful. Oh god. <laughs> he did. He's probably like I'm I'm a gift from God. I will I will have sex with you but only if you put a basket over yourself and you don't talk about our relationship in public. <sighs> they will be grateful. Smoke. They should be paying me. I'll be the mercenary. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin, mercenary prostitute. <laughs> wow. He is what a dreadful man. Mm. So that's our list. One of the founding fathers of the land of the free. <laughs> Oh dear, yeah, and that—that's our list. If you like the video, let us know. Um, you send a letter to me, George Franklin. George, why the fuck am I doing it again? <laughs> Are there any we missed off? Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> I'm Ben from What Culture. No. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there we go. That's that's why Benjamin Franklin is a bit of a weirdo. He's a piece of shit. The farts were fine, but the misogyny was a bit much for me. Who'd have yeah. known that the the shit would come out of his mouth as well as his ass? <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, I found another picture of him here. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck it away, my dude. There oh, he is. Yeah. yeah. Like a beached whale. He does just look like a sort of creepy man on the bus who smells of crab sticks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's, I think in that photo he's been dead for a while. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, if you look closely at his face, you can tell he's just farted. And this must have been like around <laughs> the time he wrote that essay. Yeah. That's the facial has. expression you make to your co-workers when you're passing <laughs> in the corridor. <laughs> just the gentle nod in the hallway as you pass by, wordless. Right. Yeah. 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 You're comfortable there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pay for your tea. Smell it. Pass it. Smell it and see. Smell it. <laughs> I'll tweet that as well so people can see that. Good. Yeah. Whole chain of just no context, Franklin. <laughs> there we go. Excellent. Thank you, Michael. That's all right. I'm glad I could provide a chain of Franklin, George yeah. or Ben, whoever it may be. Whichever one we're feeling like it is today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, straight off the back of Ben Franklin doing Trumps. We've got Lloyd Narger here at Lloyd91 who just says, Fav weird smell. <laughs> petrol. Petrol. It's got to be petrol. Absolutely petrol. Um, I like I like Dunn sparklers as well. Yeah. Gunpowder. Gunpowder. From, from party poppers and stuff. Dunn yeah. That's true. Dunn matches. I don't know why I'm using the word done like that, but it's happening. <laughs> Done matches and done sparklers. Done matches. Pretty good. Yeah. Leather bookmarks. Ooh. Ooh, leather. Yeah. That's not it even particularly bookmarks. Is that because it combines the leather and book smell? I can't say that I've ever sniffed regular non-bookmark leather. And I feel like <laughs> if we're using leather, a bookmark's worth is probably enough. Oh, I've just remembered a smell. Yeah. Do you, you do you know do you remember back in videos when someone sent us fart spray and Ben binned it straight away? <laughs> yeah, liquid yeah. ass. Liquid yeah, straight ass. away because I did not trust you. With it. Well, as part of my job uh, over the last couple of weeks, I had to order in some. Li- um, let me just find the name of it. I think it was called Who Shit Their Pants Fart Spray. <laughs> oh God. Fuck. Um, yeah, we did. A, I helped produce a live stream in the office. One of the potential challenges that people would have to do would be, um, be wear a gas mask that's filled with this fart spray. Oh my god! And that would oh, make, probably make people vomit. It, yeah, well, they did very well. They got chosen and they survived. Oh, this okay. person Good also time. said they'd happily eat dog food on camera. So <laughs> oh, okay. But um, yeah, the smell is, honest to god, the most accurate diarrhea smell I've ever smelled. Oh, I'm not saying I like it, but. The, s- the spray bottle's still in the office, and I kind of walk past it every now and then. And I go, I'll have a little sniff. And yep. Yeah, oh, no. It's still bad. <laughs> Amazing. It's the, it's the smell of home. It really is. <laughs> home, home is where the fart is. <laughs> oh, very good. Very good oh. indeed. Uh, I, there's got to be some, some some sort of industrial solventy smells are pretty good yeah. sometimes. I had one of those... Um, like neck pillow things that's full of, you know, beans for one of them. <laughs> yeah, little beans. You know what I mean? Full of the little beans, yeah. full of the hinds. And um, I used to just sniff it because it smelled of, you know, faintly of factory solvents. Mm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That was quite a nice smell. I might have ju- literally been huffing solvents. I'm not really sure. Yeah, possibly. Solvent abuse can kill instantly. It can, but it didn't, though. Pretty fun. So. I tell you what was always a lottery was um, different kinds of books at school. Yeah. You know, like some textbooks would smell really nice textbook smell. Some wouldn't actually smell that nice. There'd be like a weird, different smell. Why do they smell of sick? Why does sometimes they smell of sick? Yeah, they did sometimes (laughs) smell of sick. Um, And then, you know, some of the like actual like reading book, like fiction books that we had to read, like your Lord of the Flies, Mikey. We had one um, 
we we read Skellig at school. Did you are you guys aware of Skellig? Oh, never heard of no. it. Before. No, it's about I know this like Skelliger. That's in the witch. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. But uh, Skellig's about this like a boy finds finds like an old man who's got wings just in his garage. Uh, <laughs> that's actually what it's this about. This is great. This yeah. is great. It's like an old dying angel he finds in like the shed at the bottom of his garden and he just feeds him like chinese food and ginger ale (laughs) oh Um, man can i be the dying angel i want that life yeah yeah. um anyway the skellig books smelled really good and they didn't smell like any other because like book smell is a nice smell but it wasn't book smell it was this other different book smell Mm. and i think there's something about cake smell yeah but that's maybe that's what it was (laughs) oh god well good smells I mean, there's lots of really nice non-weird smells, like new sheets. Ooh. New sheet night. Well, not new. Cleanly washed, I mean. Yeah, clean sheet night. That's yeah. exciting. I've got one of those coming up this weekend. Yeah? It's, it's going to be fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. Big weekend. It's, great. it's difficult when you've only got one set of bed sheets, isn't it? You <laughs> never wash. I wash the pillowcases semi-regularly, but the bed just tends to stay. Because I shower before bed, um. so I don't usually go to bed dirty. Um so, I mean, it's no excuse. It's just I, can't, I don't have time to dry it before it's bedtime again. It, it is a hell of a task, yeah. yeah. On on the inverse of that, our couch, because the ferrets like to climb all over, it has little ferret oil stains on it. Oh. <laughs> and so every like every couple every once in a while, we we take off all the covers off the couch and put it in the uh, washing machine, and that takes about two or three days to dry. So we just got a couple of days of having a shitty looking sofa. Yeah. But at least it's not oily. Nice. Thanks, ferrets. It's true. That's true. Oh, there we go. Mum feared she'd die after getting arm trapped under bed for 13 hours. Oh, my God. This is my thing. Jesus. I bet you thought I was about to read your story when when I delivered mine. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a good thing I checked beforehand. And it's it's not my story. I need to give full credit to at Martin Branny on Twitter, who tweeted this to us. Uh, so I missed this. A couple of weeks ago. I don't remember seeing this. She got her her arm, what, stuck under the bed? Uh, Trapped under bed. This story is just a complete roller coaster. Okay. And I think you'll enjoy it. This Mm -hmm. is from the Metro. Oh, boy. Great. So it's real. And there's a photo of a a disgruntled woman and the offending... With no arm. (laughs) It's in a big sling. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. A mum got trapped under her bed overnight after it collapsed on her when she reached to get her MP3 player. Oh, wow. What century is this? Yeah, already. (laughs) It's interesting. Claire Montello, 39, feared she would die after getting stuck for 13 hours at her home in Grangewood, Chesterfield. She described how when her husband, Francesco Montello, 61, returned from work the next morning at 10.30am and lifted the bed, her arm (laughs) swelled up and then burst. Oh, God. No. What? Hello, 999, what's your emergency? Uh, My arms burst. (laughs) My arms pop. (laughs) The mum of three was reaching between a gap when the piston holding up the mattress (gasps) failed and the entire Ottoman-style bed bed top crashed down on her arm at around 9.30pm on January the 23rd. She was trapped because she didn't have the strength in her one free arm to lift the bed up and her phone was out of reach. Fair play, that is fucking terrifying. Mm. Terrified, Claire screamed and shouted to no avail and even had to lean on the bed, further compressing her arm, when her legs grew too tired to stand. Oh god. And then there's a couple of photos of the bed there. 
Miss Montello, oh <laughs> Miss Montello said, I thought I was going to die. I had to keep making myself sick to keep the moisture in my mouth as a way to survive. What? I must have vomited about 40 times. That Wait, doesn't work. No. What That's acid you're putting in your mouth. <laughs> what? That is mental. <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> well, I'm very thirsty. I might do a bit of a sick in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. In order to stop dehydrating, she made herself vomit 40 <laughs> times. I felt yep. bad for up until now. Wow. The thing is, there are, this this story goes through so, sort of uh, crests and falls <laughs> of, oh, poor woman. What? <laughs> what was she doing? What? Because the wardrobe was right next to the bed, I couldn't even sit down. I knew Francesco wouldn't be back until the morning, so I had no choice but to sit on the bed. I couldn't stand for that long. I couldn't sleep through it. I was in so much agony. I'm surprised I didn't pass out of the pain, but I was and for the whole 13 but I was and for the whole 13 hours. There's a there's a photo of her stitched up arm and it does look pretty rough to be fair. I don't think it burst. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Montello, a care worker, added, "I lifted up the bed and when she got her arm out, it was flat." Oh, <laughs> I've never seen an arm go that flat before. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> it was flat. What? <laughs> Claire was rushed to Royal Derby Hospital and was kept in for a two-week stay and oh. underwent four operations. Doctors performed a skin graft using skin from her thigh. She had a muscle removed, and doctors told her there's a fifty-fifty chance she will regain movement in her left arm. She said. Oh, Claire added, "I'm in. I'm now in absolute agony." I've got a splint on it and I can't feel anything. If there wasn't if there wasn't in there, my arm would just be a floppy mess. <sighs> Mr. Montello has God. since destroyed the bed with a sledgehammer. <laughs> in in yes. anger. Yeah. Go on. The couple said she said they brought it from a warehouse a few years back for eight hundred pounds and never had any issues. <laughs> And that's the end of the story. Wow. Oh, God. I mean, of course, I feel terrible for the woman for, you know, she might yeah, never the gain... the photos are grim Yeah, well. really She might, horrible. you know, never gain the use of her arm again. That's terrible. But what, why did she make herself sick over 40 times? I don't know. Imagine a husband coming home, finding this massive pool of sick on the floor and a wife <laughs> with her arm stuck in the bed. <laughs> And then he remarks, I've never seen an arm go that flat before. <laughs> you know that your husband's back in 13 hours. Like, you're not going to dehydrate. You're not going to die of yeah. thirst in 13 no. hours. Oh, it's just man. not going to happen. Horrifying. <laughs> That's horrifying. It's like the really weird... Where is she from? Is she British? It sounds like a British story. Yeah, she's. Yeah, she is British. It's like a really weird British version of that 100 and... 28 hours or whatever it's called. Yeah. You know, the bloke who gets his arm stuck in the rock and has to chop it off. <laughs> I can't wait for the film adaptation of a woman trying to reach for an MP3 player and getting stuck. <laughs> 13 hours <laughs> is what it'll be called. I really want to try vomiting 40 times and see what it does because surely after 10 vomits, you're like, mm, this doesn't feel like a good idea. That's the next video. Don't do it dressed as Wallace. That's all I ask. <laughs> My, yeah. I vomited 40 times to see what would happen. See how hydrated dressed as Wallace. Believe me, with within dressed as Wallace, within like two days, that would make it onto another fetish website. Damn right, yeah. Cute British guy vomits forty times with a flat arm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there we go. That's uh, that's my thing. Thank you. 
fantastic. You're, you're so welcome. Can I have a question? Yeah, yeah, you can. Ben, specifically yeah. Ben. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alex, at call me Alex, but there's no E in Alex, says, if you were to give a TED Talk right now, what would you give it on? Oh, man. What are you an expert in, apart from being an edgelord? Oh. <laughs> Fuck, mm. you know what? I don't know. Um, I've always wondered this because I, I like, like, I watch these YouTube channels. And I'm like, oh man, these guys, you know, they, they know a lot about a certain thing and they're able to, you know, explore. Like, I watched a video about reload animations a couple of months ago. Oh, yeah. And it was really oh. fucking good, like, really well made and everything. I was like, man, I'd love to make something like that. But I've got no knowledge on anything. So I make videos of farting and dressing up as Wallace. <laughs> That's my TED talk. <laughs> you must have, I mean, you could do a TED talk on. Just just animating lists and stuff. You were very good at that. Yeah, that'd be yeah. nice. Keyframe animations. Damn. Yeah. I feel like a TED Talk's got to be a bit sexy. A little bit, ooh, a bit juicy. Or just do it with wearing no shirt. Oh, there we go. I could talk about anything then. Yeah, exactly. Here's me reading out a news article about a woman who got her arm stuck in a bed while topless on stage at TED. Oh, yeah. Who is TED, by the way? Bed Talk. <laughs> good good yeah what is a ted ted is it a person is it a thing? who is ted i've never watched a ted talk i'm familiar with the concept but i've never watched oh, really it. they're very good if you can find i mean there's obviously they cover all kinds of subjects so some of them are boring <sighs> but like if you find one that's up your street you know they get good speakers on to do them. i've never watched a bad ted talk put it that way like i think usually it gets forced into your recommended feed at some point and you go oh i'll give that a try and it's always mm. bloody amazing yeah, um, I don't know. I, d- I feel like I could do one. Oh man! I, but I, the thing is, I don't think anyone would come and see it. That's Aww. the thing. I don't think anything that I would talk about would be interesting enough that I could pretend to be an authority on it. You know, I don't think it has to be. You don't have to worry about whether people would be interested in it. But just like, is is there anything that you feel that you could? do a, a good chat for for like 15 yeah, minutes yeah it's like anything you're passionate about that you can bring a bit of fun and some you know anecdotes and facts too just it's like a nice yeah. little speech i'm still i'm, st- I'm struggling um, um pigeons yeah pigeons there you yeah go. let's do pigeons i'd listen to that ted talk i would love a, pi- would. a ted talk about pigeons actually i've watched a, a few documentaries about pigeons Ooh, do do pass on the names afterwards peter i'm very interested oh, I, I michael did you just do a pigeon noise yeah Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> pass them on uh, how about going fast? Oh, yeah, that's a pretty good yeah, one. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it, going yeah. fast. Fantastic. Would yeah. you want to share your knowledge with the world, though? Because obviously you want to be going... Oh, no. You want to be fast as It would as be boy. 15 minutes of me going fast. <laughs> uh, in fact, I'd be done in two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So it, don't, even, don't even worry about it. Brilliant. Blink and you'll miss it, my dudes. Uh, my TED Talk... National Trust. ...would be on... Yeah, I'd like... T- not ne- not national trust necessarily, but Great British walks. I've got a lot of books about uh, about folklore. I follow a lot of Ooh, folklore Twitter accounts mm. on 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 Twitter, obviously, because uh, I think it's pretty. The thing that interest, interests me about that is that uh, there are all these stories that people came up with like hundreds of years ago that have just survived through mostly oral tradition. I know they were they've been written down now, like in the past hundred years, but you know a lot of them go back a thousand years uh i think it's pretty it's pretty wild that 
either someone came up with them, like an individual, and their story that they came up with on the fly has survived this long. Or maybe even more interestingly is that, like, people collectively came up with stuff and it's like yeah. a product of a whole society of people saying, oh, don't go down to the pond because Nelly Longarms will get you. <laughs> uh, you know, I think it's pretty interesting. But I'd watch that TED Talk. Yeah. I'd be interested in that. Yeah. Do it, Peter. Yeah. Right. Now's your chance. <laughs> I'll get it written. Lovely. Brilliant. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Peter, thank you for all the questions you've brought us today. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for answering them. <laughs> my, my fucking pleasure, man. But you know what? I I didn't I didn't bring them myself. They came from the excellent members of our community. They were so. written on babies and sent into us. They were. That was five <laughs> babies worth of questions. <laughs> well, we actually got a hundred babies, but we only select the best five. Oh uh, yeah, the other ones we just threw out. Yeah, yeah we don't need them with the bathwater. Yeah, <laughs> came from our excellent community on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. At uh, but it's official. So, among other things, which we'll get to in a second. Would you guys like an, like the next chapter in the Hoover story? Oh, oh fuck absolutely. Yeah. So I believe last time where we left it, it was... Uh, I'd, I'd just reassembled the Hoover after cleaning it. I think so, yeah. And uh, you'll never guess what happened, right? Oh, what happened? What, what happened? I turned it on, yeah? Press the button. It's on at the wall. Yeah. The switch is flipped. I follow the cable all the way to the Hoover. It's plugged in. It's there. It's working. I press the button on the Hoover, and nothing happens. Oh, my God. It does not even start. <gasps> it doesn't even start. It's somehow worse than last time, than, than when we started, like, exactly. six months ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the next thing I did was I went to the internet, obviously. mm and I tried to look up what model Hoover I had. And you will never guess. You will never guess what I found out. <gasps> what, Ben? What? What did you find out? Tell us don't, now. Don't do it. I just, I just have to wait until next time. No! <laughs> do you know what I think is going to be the final, the final sort of episode? The reveal, What's the that? big reveal. Yeah. The reason your Hoover is broken is because you accidentally sucked up the... Uh, the tickle monster, and it's inside the Hoover. Oh my god! Don't I don't need creepy pasta inside my own house, thank you. Yeah, the ghost inside my Hoover. <laughs> Too spooky for me. <laughs> well, there we go. We'll follow up on that next time. Store.yogscast.com. If you would like to look at some merchandise, Michael. Yes, and if you look very closely, you'll find a discount code for ten percent off. Everything on the Yogs Cast store. That could be a Chaluminati hoodie, a hat that says Barry's hat on it, a book, anything. But you know what also lives on the Yogs Cast store? Vidiot's merch. Vidiot's merch, that's right. We've got a selection of merchy goods on there. And if you use code Vidiot's at checkout, you'll get 10% off. How amazing is that? Very. That's so amazing. That's so amazing. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all dot com forward slash Vidiots Official. Twitch.tv forward slash Vidiots Official. That's where we do streams sometimes. We'll let mm. you guys know if we're going to do one. Uh, of course, Streamlabs.com. I don't even think I gave this a, a shout out at the beginning. I think I totally forgot. Streamlabs.com forward slash Vidiots Official is how you join Pod Squad. That's where you go. Mm. There's a link in the description, all that sort of information. Go there and donate, and you'll get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show. You'll be a member of Pod Squad. We'll love you forever. Are you guys ready to quickly run through 
the yeah, boy. The pod squad boys yeah. and girls and others today. Here we go. We've got a bag full of drugs. Big Daddy Sausage Finger. Jason Stearson. Samuel de Barber of Seville slash Seville. But it's got an E on the end, so I'm assuming it's Seville? I don't hmm. really know. Big Titty Jesus 42. Scrumble Bumble Pomple Pompley Doops. Perfection. <laughs> so hard. Sugar Chuff. Marlene. Michael John's Sons. Hello. Jurek Dudabudge. Faster Than Ben. <laughs> Funny name underscore Lord Brotovich, The Walnut Winkle, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Kitty Hawks, Armin's Frozen Peas, Big Titty Jesus 42, Six Large Strong Trestle Tables, <laughs> Weejock Poopong McPlop, Peter's Tentacle Porn, at Dave on Pornhub, Big Titty Jesus 42, <laughs> Tiny Peter Bathroom Olympian, Michael Wallace Gave Me PTSD, Ben's Grandma, A Giant Octopus in Peter's Room, Michael Dommed by a beg- Bedbug, Uwu, this is you, a woe-phobe. Uh, Al Gore's Rhythms. Known racist Mel Gibbon. Simon Miller Light. Sexy, sexy bedbug. Frederick Suckerdick. Prince Beefcakes. Brian's Mystery Meat Face. One gif. Brief pause. Fulton the Pussy Killer. Pad Squad. Plip Plap Cadillac Whip Wap. Call Me Alks. Big Titty Supportive Goth GF. Emily Lemons, Mike Hunt from the Discord, Amy Dassange, Daddy Michael Suck My Toes, Hey Would Jablow Me, Hey Would You Blow Me, Hey Would Jablow Me, Billy Billy Taurus Walrus, Stephen Scodes, Wibbly Wobbly Woo, Pod Squad, Cod Gods Nod Rod, (laughs) Rebecca the 42nd Autumn, Awesome, Foz, not Fox, Foz, I'm so sorry, unless that was a autocorrect because x and z are next to each other so maybe she did type mean to type fox mm. chafing ram hole grap grappage greaselage greasel i think andrew stinson l baker 97 you can grommet my wallace ben doc dickington fuck them kids crisp crispy hoisin pizza and haddie Mnor. I think oh, Grappage Greasily Greasel hangs out in the Star Wars cantina, doesn't he? Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like one, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Check out my Star Wars knowledge. Mm. <laughs> and of co- again, that's streamlabs.com forward slash video. It's official. Thank you so much, everybody, for all your support. Thank you. Really, really appreciate that. YouTube.com forward slash Team Triple Jump if you'd like to see what Peter and I are up to. Isn't that right, Peter? Yeah. Remember Vidiots? Huh. Remember Vidiots? No. Oh, never mind. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, Peter. Michael, yeah. you're over at Yogscast, aren't you? What are you up to? Oh, I've had a fun week. Um, so about an hour before we started recording this podcast, a video I helped make with the Spiffing Brit is now online on his channel. Oh, the Spiffing. Hey. Yeah, so if you like that boy, um, go watch the new Q&A we shot. It was a lot of good fun. Hmm. And other yeah. than that, you can find me at ParrotBoy on Twitter, where I post... Uh, ferrets by the looks of it and me dropping cereal on the floor so if you like that stuff go follow me there <laughs> hooray the sequel to the soup disaster oh, God. Yeah. I hope there's not a third for. like all sequels not as good as the original but still the heart's there yeah. still an event in you didn't get it on someone's shirt uh, this yeah, time so. I apologise I'll step it up for the next one yeah Finally, leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice. It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. Thank Mm. you so much, everybody, for listening, for contributing, for donating. You're all amazing. And in fact, something we forgot to mention at the start of the show, today, at the time of recording, which is, well, like five days before this episode goes out? Yeah. 
This is actually the one-year anniversary of the first ever episode. Hi, Evelyn. Oh, congratulations. That was released on the 6th of March. Oh, lovely. We did it, boys. No, this is the two-year anniversary. I was going to say, I didn't want to correct you, but uh, yeah, I thought no, it was right. two years. This is the two-year anniversary. Oh, my God, two years. Because me and you have been at uh, Triple Jump for Triple over jump. a year. so I, f- yeah. I forget that last year wasn't 2018. Yeah, yeah it's weird, isn't it? That. Yeah. It is, even though we're already in March. So yes, the two-year anniversary. We with oh, we're stronger than ever. Please tell your friends as well. Yeah, Word tell your mouth friends. Is is it goes such a long way, guys? What's the final question for the podcast? Um, how many times would you vomit if you had your hand stuck in your <laughs> ottoman bed? And after how many times vomiting would you realize? Hang on, this isn't hydrating me. <laughs> Maybe if I keep vomiting. 39, 40, 41 times? I'm calling it 40 times. I'm calling it. Yeah. 40 times is is it. (laughs) I'm parched. I've vomited 38 times. I don't feel better. I'll try again (laughs) twice more. And if not, I'm stopping. Just look at me now. (laughs) Just look at me hot. (laughs) Just look at my arm. (laughs) It's never been flatter. My arm's so flat. I'm going to need a new glove. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Saturday is treatment day. (laughs) I mean, you know, the woman is 50-50 on whether she gets her arm back, but... Yeah, that's true. It's still funny. I'm sorry, but it is. Sorry, yeah. It's a terrible shame what happened to that woman. Yeah. On Saturday, it's time for a reward. (laughs) Your husband will return from work. <laughs> After 13 hours, Francesco returns with a sledgehammer. Tired, big arm, looking for your MP3 player. Tired. Her MP3 player. What do you think was on her... Th- Actually, no, that's the question this week. What what songs do you think this woman had on her MP3 player? Where underscore... Is underscore the underscore love underscore black eyed peas dot rip. I'm just feeling that Tracy Beaker image where it's uh, Rizzo or whatever his name was saying, All right, who's got my Maroon 5 CD? <laughs> Can't remember what his name was. Wellard or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rico. Rico? I don't know. Rico Wellard? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Stupid. What a silly show. Anyway, we're going to go now. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. We will. Ta-ra. Bye. 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 Bye.